Hello and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. I am your host, Miles Dawson, and today we've got a very special episode for you as we recently released our annual Futurescape predictions for 2020, particularly for Europe as well. You can watch the full announcement of the predictions webcast um, by following the link in the description of the podcast below, but uh, what if you don't know what a Futurescape is? Or what if you'd like to listen to it on your commute in a handy podcast format? Well, today is your lucky day because we're here to help. And I'd like to welcome my two guests today, Phil Carter and Tom Meyer. Hello to both. Hi, Hello, Miles. Hi, everyone. Hello. So, um, as the hosts of the uh, Futurescape webcast that we did a few days ago, um, I'd like to welcome you after the podcast and start off with uh, probably the, the, the simplest question possible. Tom, I'd love to ask you, for our listeners who aren't familiar with this, can you tell us what is a Futurescape? Absolutely. And uh, great to be here again and uh, talk to you, Miles. Um, so uh, Futurescape is really um, um, a set of predictions where we identify the major trends, tech and industry, and identify what we think will shape the industry uh, and the markets going forward. And the way we do this is to work um, throughout the year with our community, um, so the startups, the, the, the vendors, but also the tech executives in, in end-user organizations, as well as our analyst team. Um, and that's a, a, a major significant pillar uh, in terms of driving us towards the Futurescape predictions. And Phil, it's, it's fair to say that a lot of work has gone into this again this year. Yeah, absolutely, Tom. Um, and I think in terms of the way that we've pulled the predictions together, it's been a, a labor of love, um, a lot of hard work that went in, but a lot of creative energy that came out of it as well. So we had uh, 60 analysts working across the whole region, um, 13 squads, uh, six streams, 15 support team members. The objective was to come up with bold, evidence-based, but also topical predictions that we think will shape 2020 and beyond. Fantastic. So that leads me to my next question, Phil. So why don't you talk a little bit about what is new for 2020? What are the predictions looking like and what can you tell us about that? Yeah, I'm very happy to do that, Miles. So this year we launched as part of this Futurescape um, the, our thought leadership topic around the future enterprise, where we think every single organization globally, but obviously also in Europe, is, is transforming towards where tech is everywhere, platform-enabled, ecosystem-centric, but innovation is the norm. So that was that's where that's the destination. Um, and we came up with a set of key predictions that we think are going to support that transformation across all levels of the business, but also the technology that supports that. So we think that the, the composition of the board will change, where we see digital business excellence being uh, incorporated into the skills of, at the highest level to the board, but the CEO as well. Um, linked to that, we see the need for organizations to fundamentally transform their business model. So this is not just a technology transformation, this is a business transformation. And as a result of that, we see for the first time ever a disconnect between uh, GDP expectations and technology or IT spend growth. So we expect in 2020 there will be a downturn in the economy. Well, the economists are predicting that. Um, so it's going down to about 1.4% growth in Europe, which is a half of where we were two years ago while tech spend is increasing. Um, and actually 95% of European organizations that we interviewed across 
the whole region, just under 3,000 respondents, uh, indicate that they'll either be sustaining or increasing their IT budgets uh, moving into uh, 2020. Um, and so as a result of that, we see this interesting disconnect, uh, but more scrutiny on how that money is going to be spent. So digital transformation budgets are also rapidly increasing. Um, and what we're focusing on in terms of some of our core research are what we call the digital money makers. So those organizations that are delivering net new revenue streams linked to the technology transformation that they are, are putting in place. Um, so our, our view is that only 16% of European organizations uh, fit into that digital money maker category. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done, uh, but the technology investments are definitely flowing in that direction. They need to underpin this business model transformation with a core modernization, so a, a, a technology platform, but the focus of that technology platform in the short term is going to be about core modernization. Um, and we see the next uh, phase of the hyperscaler revolution uh, from a cloud perspective very much focusing on core modernization and moving mission-critical workloads to the cloud. At the heart of that uh, future enterprise is intelligence. And so we predict that the 2020 will be the year of AI in Europe. And we see AI, the AI market growing at about 35% moving into next year, reaching nearly 10 billion in terms of overall opportunity. Now, in order for that new technology landscape to be put in place, we believe there needs to be new tech leadership. Uh, and we predict um, that in 30% of the, the largest organizations in Europe by 2022, they will create a new technology leadership role that combines CIO, CTO, CDO, and head of innovation capabilities as we see this convergence of roles um, and also uh, likely to be reporting directly into the CEO uh, linked to that focus on technology experience at the CEO level. Um, the way that we work is going to change dramatically, and we see the emergence of KBIs replacing KPIs, so KBIs being key behavioral indicators, um, so a whole set of new acronyms that we're going to be creating linked to that to help um, employees get on this journey and being uh, part of this journey, driving this journey, and also delivering completely new customer experiences as a result. Um, the last theme that we focused on was trust, um, and there are a couple of threads to this. Um, because at the CEO level, we see this big focus on digital trust as organizations really start to rethink how they deliver value across the ecosystem-centric business model that they're creating. Um, so we see an important role for the CISO there, the Chief Information Security Officer, moving from just focusing on the technology, but also enabling digital trust from a security and compliance standpoint, but also on ethics. And we see Although AI being a big focus in 2020 in Europe, but the need for ethical AI as organizations really need to think about how they use data, how they manage uh, the algorithms and all the machine learning capabilities they're building up linked to that data to ensure that they can uh, report on it ethically to the market. And we do predict that a significant proportion of CEOs will be, will be externally reporting their ethical use of data, AI, and automation as we move towards uh, the next part of the decade. So quite a lot of, of interesting, hopefully interesting new trends that we are uh, launching as part of this futurescape. Um, Tom, I'm not sure if you want to add in any additional thoughts to that. Yeah, no, I think this is a great summary, Phil. Um, thanks for, for doing that. 
I think maybe the one thing to highlight still is um, in terms of the, the, the pressure, the disconnect that you mentioned as well between tax spend and the macroeconomic environment and what we see in terms of GDP growth is that pressure on the on the CEO and the C-suite. And I think that can't be highlighted enough with the changes that we also expect to happen at that leadership level and within the digital dream team. I think that's certainly one of the areas that, that we'll be focusing uh, a lot on in, in the next year and where we've already seen a lot of changes in, in 2019. Brilliant. Thank you, guys. And uh, Phil, I, I, I did need to ask, um, how did you do last year? What was your score on um, the 2019 predictions? Yeah, well, this is always an interesting exercise in terms of looking back at the previous year's predictions and, and working out how you know, how close we got it in terms of uh, what we were thinking was going to happen. And we actually polled the analyst community and our customers on this, on what they thought. Um, and I suppose the overarching feedback is that there's room for improvement. Uh, we got a lot of the things right, but we we there were a few yellows in terms of the green, yellow, red assessment of last year's predictions, uh, mainly linked to timing. So, for example, we thought blockchain would move a lot more quickly into non-financial services types of use cases, so into supply chain and manufacturing. That didn't happen as quickly as we expected. The same for cloud as the um, new foundation for technology architectures moving forward. Uh, we also got one red, which was uh, the fact that we undercall the extent of the skills gap and the impact in terms of new, new uh, business and the, the business impact associated with, with that skills gap. Um, so it actually is a lot larger than, than we initially thought. Uh, so uh, as I said, room for improvement, but I think this year, I think we'll be a lot more closer to the mark uh, in terms of the predictions that we've created. Definitely. And um, so how about recommendations for our listeners, be they vendors or end users? What would you say would be, uh, what would you recommend for their, the kind of key priorities next year? Yeah, so we actually launched our digital impact framework as part of these predictions, um, which was as an overview of, of how we think organizations can move towards that future enterprise state. Um, rethinking value, redefining strategy, putting in place that business model, thinking about the technology architecture that supports that, but also aligning and engaging and inspiring the people uh, that need to make it happen. Um, and the recommendations that we created were linked to that digital impact framework. So the first one in terms of redefinition of value um, is in these uncertain times, uh, it's important for organizations to not only do well, uh, but also do good. So the commixture of those two things and thinking about sustainable business moving on from just financial outcomes, but ecosystem and then broader, a, a broader purpose that brings into uh, light the impact of societal and environmental uh, concerns as part of that, that, that focus moving forward. The strategy needs to incorporate tech everywhere so that you have strategy at scale, and that leads back to how you redefine value in, in, in the first stage. The business model needs to deliver money. So we focus on the money makers there, that 16% that we, we talked about, uh, but needs to incorporate in exponential thinking where you leverage the multiplier effect of the network in ecosystem-centric business models, and you use that to drive the growth at the top and the bottom line. The technology uh, needs to incorporate intelligence, automation, and connectivity. Those are the three key themes that need to be brought into the technology architecture. The core is going to be the focus, as I mentioned, but 
the key recommendation there is about use case obsession. So start with the business use case, then underpin that with the technology that will drive it, but then measure it and measure it closely and in a focused fashion so that you can use the outcomes from every use case implemented to drive the next wave of the use case journey. And finally, in terms of the people, our view is that culture is going to be a critical anchor point for how this transformation actually happens. Um, and every organization need, needs to put in place what we call a DIY culture. So not a copycat culture, not a unicorn culture, but a DIY culture that brings into play the best of all the worlds that we can incorporate into that culture. But bearing in mind, the skills gap is growing. So either you need to be brilliant at attracting the best skills in the market, or you need to have the culture that retains the skill, the people that you want who are going to be part of, of this journey and drive this journey moving forward. That's great. Thank you so much for going through that, Phil. There's a fantastic set of recommendations there for our listeners. So um, thank you both for taking us through the Futurescape uh, perspective and the predictions for 2020. That was really, really, really useful to hear about. Um, I wanted to end the podcast on one last question for Tom, which is about the future for IDC, really. Particularly in 2020, we're going to be changing up a lot of how we do our research. Uh, Tom, could you take us through a little bit about how that's going to look? Absolutely, Miles. Um, and like everyone else, IDC is is going through a, a level of transformation. Uh, every industry is changing, so is ours. What we've seen at IDC is some management changes at, at the global level, uh, with Crawford L. Pratt becoming uh, president of, of IDC and Meredith Whalen moving into the chief research officer role. And with that, we've seen a reconfiguration of, of how we view IDC's um, uh, impact in, in the world and also how we drive relevance for our customers uh, across the globe. So what we believe we should be doing is that we will help you change the way the world thinks about the impact of technology on business and society. So that's um, our goal. And in terms of reflecting that um, um, uh, structurally in our research, we are looking at reframing that, and we are on in the, in the process of doing so. And what you'll see um, going forward is a number of areas that we'll be focusing on um, and reframing um, around the future of culture, the future of customers, future of intelligence, future of work, the future of operations, and some other areas to help you on your path to the future enterprise. So. I think this will be a very exciting journey for us. It will absolutely drive relevance with our customers across the globe, as well as here in, in, in Europe, more specifically. And I think it will be a great way of engaging uh, going forward. Definitely, Tom. Thank you so much for taking us through that. And we will be covering those uh, future of areas um, in 2020. You'll be seeing plenty of that on the Tech Talk podcast moving forward. Um, but thank you all very much for listening. I'm afraid that is all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank 
uh, Tom and Phil for coming on and joining us uh, just a few days after the webcast. Um, but please do get in touch. Um, if you'd like to offer comments, what do you think of the predictions? Would you agree? Would you add more? Would you take some away? Do let us know. Get in touch with us. Uh, you can get in touch on YouTube, on LinkedIn, or Twitter. We're always under IDC and Mir on there. Please get involved with the discussion. We always love to hear your thoughts and opinions. Um, and of course, please do subscribe. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you'd like to get your podcasts. Uh, please do check the link in the description for the recording of the 2028 Predictions webcast. And yeah, thank you very much. And uh, it's been a great year. This is our last podcast for 2019. Um, so thank you very much and see you next time. Thanks, Miles. Happy Christmas, everyone. Thank you, Miles. Thanks, Phil. See Thanks, you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.